the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, are you looking for a gorgeous wedding venue or do you know someone who is? Check out The Legacy on Possum Run at thelegacyonpossumrun.com. When you get there, you'll understand why newly engaged couples in Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, all over the Buckeye State are falling in love with this beautifully unique space comprised of three units. You'll get to see all of them. And when you get there, you'll see the calendar so you can check to see if your special date is still available. If you're a Star Wars fan, May the 4th is still open. May the 4th be with you. And uh, you can check pricing. You can ask questions, schedule a tour. It's all there. And certainly, Whitney and I benefit when you do business with us, but we would not offer this to you if we didn't think it was the cat's meow. So check out The Legacy on Possum Run at thelegacyonpossumrun.com. Your legacy begins here. So you are important, listeners, so important that our next guest has stopped knocking doors today so that she could be with you to give us an update. And we are so grateful. State Representative Beth Lear, welcome back to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you this afternoon? Thanks, Jack. Doing great. Having fun knocking doors. And yeah, it's busy out there. So what do you, if you don't mind my asking, um, what are you knocking doors for? Remind our, our listeners. Well, I have a primary, so I have to make sure uh, since my district is partially new to me, I have to make sure that the folks in the city of Delaware and the northern townships in Delaware County know who I am. So I'm out with my campaign manager. And actually, everyone whose doors we've knocked on so far today has actually been home. So, Wow. How about that? Where can our listeners, I'll do this at the top instead of the bottom, where can our listeners find out more about you if they want to do their homework or maybe even contribute or help you? Oh, gosh, thanks for asking. BethLear.com. Um, if you're the kind of person that likes to get engaged in social media and push back on trolls, feel free to check me out at, at LearForLiberty on X or um, Beth Lear for State Representative on Facebook. Yeah, I love pushing back against the trolls, and I'm, I'm a magnet for them. It's fantastic. It's glorious. You know, people don't pick on or belittle people who are wrong or weak, right? Isn't, isn't that accurate? Oh, absolutely true. The favorite thing that they're um, trying to tag me with these days is Beth Lear. They're calling me an insurrectionist, and they have pictures they think is me that they keep posting on my social media. And I'll tell you, I hope this woman who, that whose picture they're using someday sees it and sues the butts off of these trolls because – they're posting pictures of someone who's not me and claiming that's Beth Lear um, in D.C. on January 6th. And I support the right of people to protest, and I support the right of them to believe that the last election in 2020 was stolen. But I don't support them lying about an individual who went to use her 
First Amendment right and claim that she's me. So, yeah, I hope they get sued. It would be really fun. Yeah. Uh, the Constitution says something about the right to petition our govern- government for grievances. So but, you know, these folks don't like the Constitution only when it fits uh, their end. So let's talk about the eighth. I talked with uh, State Representative Ron Ferguson about a week ago, and he said we might be in for a crap show on Wednesday. Uh, what do you expect? I think you could be absolutely right. Um, I'm a little concerned. We have two great pieces of legislation that I've not heard are going to be taken up. Uh, Rep. Nick Santucci and I have a resolution saying Ohio stands with Texas. And I called and texted the speaker. He's not responded to me about putting that on the floor. That can go straight to the floor for a vote for the full house. And also the Protect All Students Act, which is the bill I did with Adam Byrd, to keep boys and girls in separate bathrooms, locker rooms, and overnights. That's going to be voted out of committee, we hope, Wednesday. And that's not been scheduled for a full floor vote either, to my knowledge. So I'm concerned that they're going to be pushing an agenda for the Blue 22, but not doing anything for the state of Ohio or our kids on Wednesday. So for our listeners, you can call Jason Stevens at 614, that's the area code, 466 one three six six. That's six one four four six six one three six six. And uh, let him know that Representative Lear and Santucci have a an important resolution that says Ohio stands with Texas and the Protect All Students Act. Tell us about that again. Um, what does that do? It keeps essentially bathrooms. Um, I don't know. If you if you're a boy, you go in a boy's bathroom and girl in a girl's bathroom. Is it is it really that simple? Is that what it is? It really is that simple. And it's protect all students. Everybody calls it the bathroom bill. But the reason we call it protect all students is because it is not safe for a student who's confused about whether they're a boy or a girl to go into a bathroom that doesn't belong to them because their their sex is what they are born. And so if you have a young girl that's been confused by social media or friends or a groomer, and she's going into a boy's bathroom, that is so unsafe for her, just like it's unsafe for all the young girls if a boy or a man is coming into their bathroom or locker room or trying to spend the night with them, like happened uh, at one of my local high schools for band camp a couple summers ago. And what we need is we need to give the superintendents the tools to say, no, you're not sharing multi-user bathrooms, locker rooms, or overnights. If it's a single, like uh, something for the school nurse or the staff, then that's a safe place for kids who are confused to go. But it's not okay for boys to be going into the girls' facilities and watching girls and making them uncomfortable and scaring them. So this is a no-brainer to me and to other sane people. And it's interesting. I love what you said, because one of the things that we've uncovered in our investigations of school districts is that uh, the administration, the officials are advising students who are uncomfortable with a a gender confused or a gender dysphoric student entering the wrong bathroom. They're saying, well, if you don't like that, go to the go to the teacher's bathroom. And, you know, these are the same people who say, well, this doesn't this doesn't affect many people, this gender dysphoria or boys pretend. Okay, 
Well, then send those students to the staff bathroom and keep. I mean, this it's like a simple solution, and it's crazy to me that these people are teaching our kids and they just don't get it. But I hear you. I think part of it is giving superintendents ammunition or at least a law to stand on so they don't get their pants suit off. But you mentioned something else, and I want to get to it. You said that on Wednesday you wouldn't be surprised if Stevens and and, and crew are supporting the Blue 22. Is there something afoot that would uh, – are they trying to endorse people? What, what's going on here? Well, this time of year, the first year in a general assembly and a, and a general assembly lasts for two years. The first year is always the budget. We're required to pass it um, by the end of June in the odd years. So 2023, by the end of June, we pass the budget. But then the next year, they have what they call uh, the capital bill, which is money that goes to projects in people's districts. And this year, it's a two-parter. It's kind of odd. You have a regular capital bill, but then you also have this economic development fund that they created. And they, the House Finance Committee has apparently divided those into two separate bills. And from everything I've heard, the people who honored their word and voted to make Derek Marin speaker a year ago are getting totally shafted so that the speaker and his folks can give a majority of these dollars, Ohio dollars that should go to the entire state solely to a handful of blue 22 who have very rough primaries. They want them to be able to say, look at all the money that I'm bringing home for my district and they're just giving them something to campaign on while they're messing over the entire rest of the state. Oh, except for their Democrat friends in Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland. Beth Lear, get back to knocking doors, and uh, best of luck to you in your primary. I'm sure we'll have you back on. Thanks for spending time with us today. Thanks, Jack. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, just a quick reminder, uh, you can reach Jason Stevens at 614-466-1366. And you can reach Jay Edwards. Now, why Jay Edwards? Because he's the guy that is in charge of the House funding. 614-466-2158. Rounding third and heading home. The final segment of today's Monday edition of the Bruce Woolley Show on 98.9 FM. The answer is right now. Uh, quick thank you to Jenny Terr, Daily Caller News Foundation. We'll have her back soon. She's super fantastic. Uh, she's unearthed some doozies uh, international, or nationally and internationally. Um, Trump appointee Rick Grinnell weighed in on the Senate border bill. Thank you, Rick. And then uh, State Representative Beth Lear talked to us about Wednesday. Of course, we'll have our eyes on Everything going on there. And just a quick note, uh, you can go to the OhioChannel.org, OhioChannel.org, and you can watch Wednesday's House session live. Uh, Quick update. This is a surprise. Should the U.S. extend $14 billion to Israel? Uh, There's a clean bill coming. Israel has a lower GDP to debt ratio. I'm shocked. 84% of you say, no, we shouldn't be giving Israel money. And 15% of you say yes. All right, I want to go to the phone line. We have a caller, Derek in Springfield, wants to talk about local issues. Derek, welcome into the Bruce Woolley Show. What's on your mind today, man? Hi, um, my name is Derek. Uh, I uh, am a resident of Lancaster in Fairfield County. 
and I have been fighting the local establishment down here trying to get some awareness about child rapes that are taking place in our town and county. Um, this is going on for a couple years now. Uh, it's been covered up in the media, and there's local politicians involved too, um, going all the way up pretty high here in the state of Ohio. Okay. Um, so just understand uh, it's Derek. And, and Derek, I, I think I've seen some of your stuff on social media, um, and I know yeah. that there is some stuff going on in, in Lancaster. So we have to be very careful about um, you know how, what we unpack here. But what I'm hearing is um, there is something going on that's not being discussed in Lancaster there in Fairfield County. Um, can, you, can you give us the 30,000-foot view of, of what that is? So right now, I've got protest signs um, to protest these issues. They are political protest signs. Um, the main gist of it is we want to end Lancaster football drinking parties where kids have been sexually assaulted at. We want to get justice for the rape victims of these assaults. And then we want to bring attention to fathers having rights to their children to protect them and to spend time with them. And uh, there's politicians that I'd like to remove from office, and I have hashtags and things for that as well. Okay, so real quick, and and I understand that you said at the beginning of the call that this isn't necessarily being reported. Are there any places where our listeners could go with respect to, say, these these parties, these drinking parties? Is there anything in in previous news cycles that folks could look at uh, to get an understanding there was, of it. Okay. There was. Um, so the old six on your side guy, he had a local report and he investigated a principal being removed from Pickerington. Now, what happened was during two of these rapes were, went through juvenile court in Fairfield County. The child rapist was adjudicated guilty in both of these incidents with DNA evidence. Now, this is public record. During before he could be sentenced, he reoffended, committing another rape attempt on a Pickerington school bus. They covered it up. The principal got fired. So that was out in the open. But the, who, the, who these parents, the parents of these children were never held accountable. The parents of the serial rapist was never held accountable. All right. They continued to let the child reoffend and they're politicians. So I do remember reading something about that. Um, and, and then Derek uh, I'll have you back on for a follow-up. What you unpacked is critically important, and it's the foundation. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for sharing information. Real quick before you go, what year did that happen um, that, that ABC6 on your side reported? Do you remember? Was it 2021? Election year in 2002. 2002. Got it. All right, Derek, thank you for the phone call. I really, really appreciate it. Um, wow, that's uh, – um, that's bombshell stuff there. Uh, we, we, you know, we need to look into to that report. Certainly anytime that we have uh, things like that, we make sure that anyone who's uh, alleged to be guilty of anything is not guilty until, you know, something happens in a court of law to prove otherwise. Um, but thank you, Derek, for bringing uh, to our attention the need to look at things. And if there has been an ABC six on your side investigation, um, I'll dive into that tonight and hopefully uh, give you some more input tomorrow. Um, wow, that's crazy. That is that is uh, crazy stuff. Um, and I'm not saying crazy as in it's untrue. I'm saying, um, you know, those are the types of things that, that do need to be looked into. 
Um, update on the – wow, this is crazy. Um, should the U.S. extend $14 billion to Israel? Israel has a lower GDP to debt ratio. 85.7 of you still say no, no go. 14.3% of you say yes. Um, is Boy, is the tide turning? Is the tide turning? Um, I mean, Israel is obviously fighting Hamas terrorists, and now that – and maybe the maybe the game maybe the game changer here is the United States now going. I don't want to say on the offensive, but at least defending itself and um, you know attacking some places that are connected to Iran and you know Hamas. They're essentially Iran proxies. So maybe that's it. Maybe we're saying our military is going to take care of this. But if people really feel that we should not be and think. And believe that we should not be funding Israel. Um, the next question I'll ask tomorrow is, should we be funding Ukraine? And I bet the number of people who say yes is going to be single digits. And then I think that brings, um, I don't know, some more, uh, I guess, powerful stuff to consider as the Senate convenes and looks at this border bill. Um you know, Democrats are trying to make the border insecurity less because they're not going to stop immigration, by the way. They're going to say that if 5,000 people or more come a day, then we've got to change the system. They're not stopping the immigration. Mayorkas has already said if they're here illegally, that's not a reason for us to deport them. So I'm sorry, what happened to your commitment to the Constitution to uphold the law of the land, Mayorkas? There's a reason that you're being impeached. But if people are now saying the Democrats are trying to tie funding to the border and I'm not having it, the uh, Democrats are out of ammunition. And then the question is, and this is what we'll dive into maybe a little bit tomorrow, the question is, what next? What next? If this doesn't happen, there's House Resolution 2. And uh, we'll talk with Jim Jordan and Warren Davidson about that later this week. That might be a better solution to the border crisis. And uh, we'll see if that's um, the bill that gets passed out of the House, but will the Senate approve it? And if they don't, what are the political implications and ramifications for that? Well, Jeff, what do you think, man? Good show today, right? Thank you for weighing in on the football stuff. Um, We'll talk about who's going to win the Super Bowl later in the week. And uh, tomorrow, by the way, GOP candidate for U.S. Senate, Bernie Marino, is going to be here. And he's going to talk about a report released by Breitbart over the weekend that ties his contender or his opponent in the primary, Frank LaRose, to a big time, big time Democratic um, donor. So you'll want to hear that and more tomorrow. So be here at 11, set an alarm, tell your friends, and I'll be back with you on 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Woolley Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.